The stock market is down about 20% this year, and it looks like it will finish the year in the red. If you're fairly new to investing, this might feel a little scary, especially if you're paying attention to the constant news about the looming recession and the worst market crash of our lifetime about to unfold. Aside from 2018, the last 13 years resulted in positive stock market returns, and the S&P 500 on average rising about 18% per year. If we include the 4.23% loss from 2018 in this average, the average return comes down to about 16.35%, which is still well above the long-term trend for the S&P of about 10% per year. So the past decade or so has been an exceptionally good time to be an investor. Matter of fact, during the last 40 years, the S&P only had 6 years of losses, while the prior 40 years had 10 years of negative returns, and the 13 years before that saw 9 years of market declines. So overall, the trend has moved towards negative annual returns being less frequent today than they were in the past. But this doesn't mean that overall returns are better today than they have been in the past. Between 1982 and 2021, the S&P 500 returned 13.47% per year on average. And between 1942 and 1981, the average annual return was 12.94%. This isn't that wide of a margin, considering the last 40 years had a significantly higher number of years of positive returns. If we look at individual decades, the best decade for the S&P 500 was the 1950s, with the index returning about 20.94% per year. The second best decade was the 1990s, with average returns of 18.82%. And the 1980s were not bad either, with average gains of 17.95%. In fourth place we have the 2010s, with the S&P rising about 14.02% per year on average. And the worst decade since 1928 was the 2000s, with the S&P returning just 1.16% per year on average. This of course is related to the dot-com bubble and the financial crisis. But even with both these events occurring during a single decade, and the S&P seeing 4 years of negative returns, the index still finished this decade with a positive overall return. Matter of fact, there has not been a negative decade for the S&P since 1928. Even the 1930s that started out with the Great Depression and ended with the start of World War II, on average saw the S&P return 4.27% per year. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. What's happening in the stock market today isn't new, and it isn't anything worse than what has already happened in the past. Nobody knows what course the market will take tomorrow, next week, or next year. What they do know is that catchy headlines get clicks and sell ads, which is why you are seeing more articles and videos about the biggest market crash of all time that will wipe everybody out. I also don't know what will happen in the near future, but I have a pretty good idea what will happen in the long run. Since 1928, there were 25 years where the stock market finished the year lower than it started. 2022 will likely increase this number to 26 years. With some simple math, we can see that since 1928, there were 69 years of positive returns. So in any given year, the odds of seeing a positive return are about 73%. This is where the trend that the stock market goes up more than it comes down comes from. The down years feel more painful than the up years, but they are a natural occurrence in the long-term trajectory of the stock market. And if you are dollar cost averaging into your portfolios, the down years actually play an important role in long-term returns. Since 1928, there have only been four occurrences of two or more consecutive negative years. Only once since 1928 have we seen four consecutive years of negative returns. This was the period from 1929 to 1932, better known as the Great Depression. 
there were two periods of three consecutive years of negative returns. The first was from 1939 to 1941, the start of World War II, and the second from 2000 to 2002, the dot-com bubble. And there was only one period of two consecutive years of negative returns, 1973 to 1974. Given that we will highly likely see the S&P finish 2022 with a negative return, the question on many investors' minds is what we can expect to see next year and beyond. I have no crystal ball, and I won't make any assumptions on what we can expect from the stock market in 2023. But I will share with you some statistics to ease your mind. During the past 94 years, whenever the S&P finished a year with a negative return, 68% of the time the following year had a positive return. 84% of the time, the combined return for the two years following every negative year had a positive return. If we look at the five years following each negative year, the odds of seeing a positive return increased to 91.67% and 95.83% for every 10-year period. On average, during every year following a negative return year, the S&P rose by 12.62%. During the two years following every negative return year, the S&P on average rose by 27.96%. The average return for every 5-year period following a negative return year was 74.02% and 185.72% for every 10-year period. Statistics are fun to look at, but they are similar to technical analysis in that they are not always accurate. The past does not always repeat, and long-term trends shift as new data is fed into the analysis. But in general, there is a long-term trend that if you stay invested in the stock market for a long period of time, you will end up with more money than you put in. The trick is to write out the negative periods and let time work for you in the long run. The thing you need to determine is how long can you wait. Some of us have more time than others. If you don't have 5 or 10 years before you intend to start relying on your invested capital, then perhaps you should evaluate your portfolio and risk exposure. The Great Depression was the single worst market decline we have seen in the last 100 years. The S&P 500 fell nearly 90% from its peak in 1929 to the ultimate bottom in 1932. As of October 27th, the S&P is down 19.75% from its peak in the beginning of this year, as measured by the S&P 500 Total Return Index. If we were to see a repeat of the Great Depression and the S&P to have a peak-to-bottom drop of 89%, you would assume that the index would fall by 70% from where it is today, but you'd be wrong. The S&P 500 Total Return Index peaked at 10,097.3 points on January 4th, 2022. Today it sits at 8,102.67 points, which is 19.75% lower. If we were to see an 89% drop for the index from its peak, it would have to come down all the way to 1,110.7 points. And coming down from 8,102.67 points to 1,110.7 points is another 86.29% drop. See, math can be both fun and depressing at the same time. I hope this doesn't happen, because it would take a good number of years to recover from such a significant drop. I'll tell you this, a better use of your time than paying attention to the stock market is to enjoy your life. Invest passively and for the long term. Ignore the news and the doomsday predictions. And focus on what you can actually control, which is your risk exposure. If you're young, then hop aboard the stock market roller coaster. But make sure to have an exit plan, well before you will need to rely on your investments. If you're close to retirement, it may be a good time to consider taking some risk off the table, just in case things get worse before they get better.